Hello dear friends and welcome back to the Minimalist Lady podcast. My name is Kami and my mission is to help you live a more balanced and happier life. To do so, I use several tools that you probably know, which are minimalism, conscious living, elegance and books. If that is something you are interested in, keep listening. Today I would like us to talk about a topic that is very very dear to my heart and I feel like I always tell you that things are dear to my heart but it may simply be because well I only talk here about things that I truly care about but first I just want to tell you that I have just started Blogmas so basically on the blog you are going to have at least one post every other day but I try to um, to also publish a lot of bonus posts for you to have as many as many posts as possible for the month of December so if you're interested don't forget to check um, to check that at theenglishspeakingfrenchy.com but let's go back to today's topic and it's going to be as you have seen in the title um, overcoming your limiting belief we all have a wide variety of belief, whether we are conscious of it or unconscious of it. Um, we have belief in every single area. And I know that when we say belief, a lot of people tend to think about political um, beliefs or religious beliefs. And of course, those are belief, but they are not the only type of belief that you can have. There are, um, there are also a lot of... Um, beliefs that have to do with your system of values. Let's say that, for instance, for you um, being um, a great listener, I have a podcast on that, pod uh, that podcast. <laughs> I have a podcast episode on that topic as well, um, if you're interested. So let's say that you, you are really, really um, into listening to people and for you it's a value, then you have a belief that um, it's important to listen carefully to people and that's part of your personal um, system of values. Um, also, um, beliefs are the things that you care about. Let's say that you are um, for animal rights protection, for instance. Um, the fact that animal rights protection is very, very important is part of your own system of beliefs. So you have a wide variety of beliefs and that's the, actually um, all of these beliefs that make you the person that you are and that make you a human being because that's um, mostly one of the things that differentiates human beings from animals. And also uh, it's your beliefs that differentiate you from another human being even if that human being may have the same uh, path uh, than you. You can go to the same school than someone and have the same job than this person and still be totally different because you have very different beliefs. But today I would like to talk to you about not all of these beliefs because it would be <laughs> super, super long, but I would like to talk to you about those beliefs that we call limiting beliefs. So as you will have understood, there are two categories of beliefs. There are the conscious beliefs, such as your religion, for instance. You are very conscious that you have that religion and that it's important for you. Uh, also, your system of values is a, con uh, a conscious belief and the things you deeply care about are very conscious as well. But also, you have unconscious beliefs, whether you see that 
or not. So these unconscious beliefs are going to be, for instance, the belief that you do not deserve love. Usually our unconscious beliefs will be our limiting beliefs and we'll see what we call limiting beliefs a little bit later. But these unconscious beliefs are usually tied to your self-esteem. So let's say that um, you have low self-esteem, so you don't esteem yourself much. Um, then you will find that you probably don't deserve love because you are not giving love to yourself yourself. Um, also, I would like to tell you that we can actually come to be conscious of the limiting beliefs and thus they became conscious belief and they believe that they become sorry the, the same type of belief that your religion or your system of values in the sense that they are very conscious and that is actually a good thing you may be thinking that you would prefer not being aware that you think you do, that you don't deserve love but let me tell you that if you have noticed that you have this belief in your head it's already the biggest part of the work that is done because our main problem usually is that we don't get to realize that we have limiting belief. We are repeating patterns but never seeing that it comes from an internal belief. Let's say that for instance you always get into chaotic relationships with men maybe it's because you have that limiting belief of not deserving love and then um, that's well you are attracted to people to men or women actually everyone you want but you are attracted to people that are not good for you and that are not going to love you simply because in yourself you know in your heart you don't believe that you deserve love so you're not going to attract someone who is going to to give love to you so, you know, you're going to see and you, you start to realize that limiting belief can have quite a negative impact on your life. And our goal together by talking about it today is really to try to take those beliefs that are inside your heart and bring them to the surface. Because once you are going to see that you have these beliefs, it's going to be quite easy to get rid of them even though when I say easy I feel like I'm just being a liar it's not easy but it's far easier than finding the beliefs especially if you have been thinking for 10 years 20 years 30 years that you were not uh, worthy of love for instance I always take that example because I think that a lot of us have that example have that limiting belief and that problem but it can be absolutely anything in life. You can think that you're not, um, that you're not, I don't know, a good driver uh, and thus you don't like taking the car. It can be anything. It doesn't have to be as big as I'm not worthy of love. It can be a limiting belief that, that goes into driving a car, that goes into I don't know how to make my grocery shopping um, perfectly. I don't know. It can be absolutely anything. And the most silly thing in the world can be a limiting belief. So don't tell your yourself that you don't have a terrible problem to solve and that thus you don't have limiting belief because it's not because the problem isn't big that the limiting belief isn't there. <laughs> so just, you know, I just wanted to make that clear before getting into actually actually into, well, the negative impact of limiting belief on your everyday life and into how we can actually 
bring them to the surface and crush this limiting belief. Um, first, we need to understand why these limiting beliefs are actually limiting, because it's not just a word that we've put there into the world of self-help to, to make it a little bit more um, <clears throat> of a trendy topic. So limiting beliefs are more limiting than you think, actually. First, they prevent you from taking risk. Um, let's say that your limiting belief is that you just don't, uh, you're not able to, to, to do public speaking. Then you're not going to, to speak at that conference and maybe, that, maybe if you had spoken to that conference, you would have gotten an interview and then you would have gotten a brand new job. You just don't know. So feeling limited usually by a belief that becomes a fear, the fear of um, public speaking, the fear of uh, looking ridiculous or of not knowing uh, what to say or the proper thing to say, usually a limiting belief goes into a fear and that fear goes into you being unable to take action in a given moment. And that is something you just want to prevent from happening in life. You want to be able to be the only master of your fate and the only person who is actually able to say if something needs to be done or not. You don't want a belief or a fear to limit you, okay? It can also uh, prevent you from feeling joy because as we've seen, it's going to prevent you from taking the risk and thus you're not going to be able to go back to our example to experience the job, uh, the, the joy from getting the job, you know? Uh, so in the long run, um, it prevents you from taking the risk in life and thus it prevents you from living a joyful life. And I would even go as far as saying that if you keep that limiting belief for a while or for several years, in the end, it can totally suck all of your happiness from you. And that's why we want to make sure that we know that we have these limiting beliefs and that they are the reasons for our actions and then we want to be able to crush these limiting beliefs to take back the power on our life because that's really the point we want to have the power we want to be the only master of our life the only person able to make decisions because why letting just like a belief or something you don't, just don't know where it comes from making decisions for you it's something we want to prevent from happening at all cost. So the thing really I want you to understand is that limiting belief not only prevents you from taking risk and feeling joy and happiness, which is already a lot, but altogether it prevents you from living. It prevents you from living the life that you want to live. It prevents you from doing absolutely what you want and from being free. I would say that your limiting beliefs are a prison. A lot of people here talk about a comfort zone, but I don't think that your limiting beliefs are a comfort zone because you're not even comfortable if you follow those beliefs. Let's say that you don't, you know, you, you don't do that public speaking. You don't uh, talk during that conference and you don't get that job and you don't feel that joy and you are not happy. Well, I think that you just don't live all together here and it's just terrible. Don't do that to yourself. Please, please, please. It's not comfortable for you anyway. It's not your comfort zone, ladies. 
Don't tell me that not talking and not getting the job makes you feel comfortable. I would say that you feel uncomfortable about yourself and probably even guilty of not having spoken during that conference. So make sure that you see that there is a limiting belief hiding there in your heart and that you do whatever it takes and we're going to see what it takes and probably not what you think just to, to crush the belief and take back the power on your own personal life. You are the only person able to have a say over your life, your choices, your happiness. So the question here is, well, how do I crush my beliefs? But no, 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 the question is not yet how do you crush your belief? It's where do they come from? Because, well, how do you want to, you know, pinpoint a belief and say, oh, that's my limiting belief, if you don't know where it can come from? I mean, knowing where limiting beliefs come from will be a way for us to know exactly where to look for, because we want to find them, right? So, a lot of limiting beliefs come from your childhood. It can be the tiniest thing, you know? Let's say that, for instance, when you were um, a child, you were six, you were at school and someone told you that you were too fat. It can seem stupid. You were six, you are now 26. Why do you still care about that thing? The point is that when you were six, maybe that person calling you fat was the first person ever to, to tell you something mean. Your parents were always super cute with you and everybody was super kind and then that person at school, that mean boy, told you that you were fat and then you just identified with the fat and you identified with that feeling it made you, it made you feel basically. You know the feeling of being ashamed even though you have nothing to be ashamed of because it's that person who was mean to you. This person needs to be ashamed but you were and since then, you have that limiting belief that if you gain weight, if you are fat, then people will not like you and you will feel ashamed of it because you have associated the feeling of shame to being fat. You have not even defined fat for you, you know? Everything you want is to prevent people from calling you fat. Even though I think you're not fat at all, you know, um, because... You haven't defined fat, so you can't be fat. I hope it's clear, but if you haven't defined a way at which you will call yourself fat, then you just can't be fat. It's not possible. Fat is not a measure unit, you know? So I take that example, but it's to show you that anything um, that can, can look futile that happened when you were a child can really, really have a negative impact on your limiting belief today as an adult, okay? So really, make sure that you dig into that childhood just to make sure that there is not something that happened here that you have not dealt with yet. Because in life, even though it's kind of sad to say, all the things that you haven't dealt with at some point come back to you just for you to deal with them. You just can't not deal with something. There is a moment in life where it's going to be the moment to deal with that. So let it be right now when you decide it. 
Another area in life that can really easy, easily create um, limiting belief to me is media and especially social media. So here it's not the, the nasty boy telling you that you're fat, but it's seeing all day long, you know, models showing you how they are not fat. And then you're like, oh my God, I am fat. And then it goes to that super trendy limiting belief, you know, the, oh, I'm not worthy of love. Um, I'm not worthy of love. Why? Because I'm fat. So you come back to here. Just because you're seeing so many models uh, on Yacht, on your Instagram feed, then you believe that you are not worthy of love because you start comparing with them and you start feeling that you are a lot inferior to them and it's quite terrible, let me tell you. So make sure that you only follow people that you like on social media and people that make you feel good because you can like someone a lot and find that they make beautiful pictures on Instagram, for instance. But if that person makes you feel bad each and every time you close the Instagram app, then there's a problem and you need to unfollow. It's not rude. It's just, you know, self-care and self-protection because it's probably creating a lot more limiting belief than you think. Also, and I want to finish with that when it comes to the reasons why you probably have uh, limiting beliefs, it's yourself. Um, so, let me explain. It can come from the two uh, previous reasons, so from your childhood and from your um, social media life and exposure. But I would say that it's usually a limiting belief that comes from yourself and your negative self-talk. Let's take the social media example. It's not the social media girl here on her yacht that's telling you that you are fat. It's you and only you. You are telling yourself that you are fat and thus you get to have a lot of limiting beliefs around that. First limiting belief, I am not worthy of love. Second limiting belief, I will never find someone who loves me, which is not exactly the same one. Third limiting belief, oh, I will never be able to exercise. I am too fat for that. You know, it's the kind of limiting belief that are keeping you into a spiral of negative thinking. You don't want that in your life. You just don't want that in your life. And those limiting beliefs that actually come from the inside out are the actually the worst ones, the most painful ones, but also the easiest to spot and the easiest to tackle. So, you know, we'll see now how we can tackle them. So from now, you may have listened to me for the last 18 minutes and still think that you don't have limiting beliefs, that you are listening to me for other reasons or simply out of curiosity or for a friend. But, you know, I do think, and it's sad, but it's true, me personally, I think that we all have at least one limiting belief. I have a lot of them, I'm not perfect, and I have the silliest ones, let's be honest with you guys, you know, it's not that I'm not worthy of love, but it's, you know, it's the kind of uh, limiting belief that is, uh, you know, the one I was talking before about uh, going to the supermarket and not being able to, to run errands properly, you know, it's that kind of stupid um, limiting belief. So I'm pretty sure that you have one too. And if you feel happy right now and you don't feel like there is something that you're not doing because of 
you know you're feeling because of feeling limited or unable to do something just maybe don't do this out searching maybe it will be painful for you and it is useless for you because you feel happy right now in your life and it can wait i'm not forcing you into doing a work that will probably bring um bring pain to you if you are feeling at peace but if right now you feel like you have outgrown your comfort zone if you feel like the comfort zone is not comfortable anymore if you want something more but you don't see why you don't seem to get what you want then it may be a good idea for you to follow my advice and my steps even though it's not going to be a plan with um set steps because i don't think then that repeating to yourself in the mirror that you're beautiful will help you feel beautiful and worthy of love i just don't think that it's going to happen like this it would be too easy but really if you think that you have something in your life blocking you but you don't know what make sure that you follow my advice and see maybe if that can work with you it worked with me because as i told you i have limiting beliefs like plethora of limiting beliefs but i had i used to to have a lot more and so you know maybe follow that and see if these steps work for you and if my questions bring other questions to you so the first step and it's going to be only a two step thing you know uh, so my first step for you is simply to see the limiting belief because right now maybe you're feeling stuck you're feeling like your comfort zone isn't comfortable but you don't see exactly why you don't have that reason so you don't have that limiting belief because usually the reason why you are not comfortable in your life is a limiting belief preventing you from doing exactly what you need to do to grow so my um, way to go here to find my own limiting belief is to ask myself questions. So I have two questions for you, but it can be absolutely any other question because I think that when I will have told you about my questions, you will think about other questions that are directly related to your own limiting belief. First question, what is that that I struggle to do? Is there something, ladies, that you struggle to do? Something you would love to be doing, but you're not doing? It can be a lot of things. For instance, let's say it's public speaking. You would love, you would absolutely love to do public speaking, but you just seem to be unable to do that. It just seems too hard. Then you may dig around there. If it's public speaking that is hard for you, maybe it means that you need to, to see if you don't think that you have nothing interesting to say because that's a big limiting belief, thinking that you don't have anything interesting to offer because we all have something interesting to offer and you included. If your problem is public speaking, it may be that your limiting belief is that you have a quirky voice and then maybe you can work on that voice to make sure that you're feeling better you know it can be a lot of things but usually when we spot what we struggle with we end up spotting the limiting belief itself because it's so tied to what we struggle to do let's say just another example for that question so what is that that i struggle to do let's say that your problem is to express your feelings you just can't seem to express your feelings. 
um, you have a significant other, you are dating, but you just can't seem to say I love you. Maybe that your limiting belief here is that you don't think that you're worthy of love once more. So, you know, I hope it's clear for you and I hope that I managed to make it clear. Always remember, please, that English is not my mother language and that sometimes I just struggle to find words, you know, I'm at a loss for words, literally. So, I think it's very important that you have this question in mind. What is it that I struggle to do? I hope there is not, you know, too much sound. There is my cat doing quirky things here. <laughs> but yeah, basically, that was the question. My second question for you, and the second question I would like you to be asking yourself is, what is preventing me from enjoying my life to the fullest? Usually, the first question is enough. But if you have nothing to answer to the question, what am I unable to do right now? Why do I struggle to do? Then I think that this second question can help because basically um, it, is the, it is by answering the question what prevents me from enjoying my life to the fullest that you will have that what do I struggle with, you know? You will find the same answer to the two questions but if you struggle with the first one just try the second one and try to see how you can go around that because you really need an answer to at least one of the two questions to feel good and to really spot the limiting belief, okay? So usually you're going to see that the questions bring three types of answers. I have discovered it myself, maybe it's just me, but you know, we, we usually have the problem of the I am too blah blah blah, I am too lazy, I am too quirky, I am too weird. We also have the I am not enough. Usually it's I'm not smart enough, I'm not rich enough, I'm not interesting enough, I'm not loved enough. It's a lot of things like that. And this, the, the third type of answer is I do not have enough. I do not have enough money, I do not have enough friends, I do not, uh, I do not have enough... Um, uh, passion, it can be a lot of things. But the point here is that when you see that, it really brings out the limiting belief. It's, it's just as if your limiting belief was taken away from your head, you know? So I really hope that it's going to, to help you find the limiting belief. And let's say that it worked. Let's say that you've answered these questions, that you've understood what you thought that you were not enough or that you were too much off, that you've understood that it was all tied up to one limiting belief and that you have written the limiting belief. You're not forced to write anything, obviously, but I think that seeing that limiting belief written helps acknowledging it and saying, hello, I'm here, I'm seeing you. Usually it's the point where most bloggers and vloggers would tell you that you need to the limiting belief, that you need to crush it fiercely. Don't get me wrong, I want you to crush the limiting belief, but I don't want you to fight for it. Let me explain. I don't think that it is, once more, by telling yourself in the mirror every morning that you are worthy of love for 30 minutes that is going to help. It's just not. It would be no, universally. But I think that you need to accept the limiting belief. You need to deal with it by accepting it. I am not telling you that you need to abandon, okay? Accepting doesn't mean giving up. 
is just not the same thing. But you need to accept that it is a part of you right now and that it is preventing you from doing X or Y, doing the thing that you would love to do and that you need to talk with your limiting belief. You guys need to talk and say hello to each other and do your best to understand the reason why it is so hard for you to achieve your goals. You can do it, that conversation with your limiting belief, by journaling. If it's your thing, if you love writing, you can do it by talking to yourself because it's not that weird at all. Once you started talking to yourself, you will see that it's not weird. It's just quite natural, I think. I don't think that people who talk to themselves have a problem. I think they are actually very aware of themselves and of their feelings, which is great. You can do it by talking to a friend about the limiting belief so that the friend, if it's a good friend, can maybe tell you what to do, something that is going to be in alignment with the person you are because your friends usually know you well so they can, you know, give you a plan of things you could do in order to discover more your limiting belief, understand where it comes from and everything around it basically because once you have understood your limiting belief, you know, you have found it, you know where it comes from, then you can just crush the problem and cut the line because let's say that your limiting belief is that you are too lazy, well, maybe unfollow all those super productive people out there because they are making you feel even lazier. So that's probably not good for you. <laughs> if you see only people who are, I would say, normal, even though I don't think there is nothing, uh, there is anything like normality in, um, in the world, but if you unfollow all those overly productive people who are probably not as productive as they tell you they are, then you're going to feel a lot better. And last but not least, I want you to remember that whenever you catch yourself thinking that you are not worthy of love, uh, of love, thinking that you are too fat, thinking that this or that, it's just okay. <laughs> it's cool that you're seeing this. You've already done a lot because in the beginning of the podcast, you probably didn't even notice that you had this limiting belief. So it's so good if you see it regularly in your life. You just have to say, hello, I'm here, I'm seeing you. And then the limiting belief starts to decrease in power because it doesn't have the power to be limiting anymore. You're here, you're in that place. <laughs> you are seeing the limiting belief and you can say, no, 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 no. This time I see you, but I know that I am not you. You are not your limiting belief. And that's very important that you understand that your limiting belief is a limiting thing inside of you, but it's not you. You can still may take action. Your limiting belief of I am not able to speak publicly because I think that I am totally stupid is a limiting belief on itself. It's cool for it. But you can say, I see you, but I believe that I am able to speak publicly because I have interesting things to say, because I am smart. You know, it's all about a shift in perspective and how you consider the limiting belief. You need to, you know, entangle the limiting belief from you. You are two different entities and you will see that, that actually the more you focus on the positive, the more you focus on 
what you want to achieve, the easier it will get. Let me explain. If you focus on the time, all the time on how you can fight your limiting belief, how you can come to terms with it, then you're going to reinforce the limiting belief because you will be thinking all the time about that limiting belief of yours. But if you think all the time about what uh, it can, how good it could be to be able to do public speaking, then things are going to be far easier for you because you are going to put your attention into the goal and not into the limiting belief. And then you will slowly see the limiting belief die. And that's what you want. You are not the limiting belief. So the limiting belief can basically die in front of you and it's not you. You're not going to die. That's a big part of the problem, I think. Most people think that they are their limiting belief. And even though limiting beliefs aren't agreeable or enjoyable, you usually, in the end, come to think that they are part of your identity and you end up feeling almost afraid of letting the limiting belief go. So, you know, understand that they are not you, your limiting beliefs are not you, focus on your goal and slowly see the limiting belief die. And it's going to be far easier than you think. Let me tell you, you have listened to 30 minutes of a podcast telling you that you just, you know, don't need to fight your limiting beliefs and just see, you know, notice the limiting belief and stop fighting and it's going to work wonders for you, just as it did for me. I really, really hope that it was as clear as possible for you. I have tried really to cut the process into steps, but the point here is that I don't think that they are given steps. It's your role to create your steps to tackle your own personal limiting belief. At least I hope that I managed to bring awareness to you and to bring light to your own limiting beliefs. Just tell me if you have any other things and topics you would like me to talk about in the next podcast. And I really deeply hope that you will be able to make peace with the limiting belief and slowly let it go away from you. Just I wish you the best of all weeks and I say goodbye. See you next week. Thank you.